How does my makeup look? Sickening as always. Sickening? I think, uh, are we recording? Yeah. Yeah, we're I ready. think you could say something sick, but sickening, I'm not sure that translates into something positive. Look, sickening, urban dict. What are we to cancel Urban Dictionary for its title? Sickening refers to when something is fabulous over the top. A person looks so good that it makes you sick. Oh, okay. Urban Dictionary saves the day for Michelle. Dude, of th- this entry was was created in 2006, so it's not even like I'm throwing something yeah. bleeding edge at you and you're like, I haven't heard that one yet. <laughs> oh, well, what was something that you hadn't heard? The early aughts. I don't understand how 2000s translates to aughts. I never ask questions like right. you did. I mean, I think that's why Question you're more. you're. Oh, it's all interesting. It's how do you think "aughts" is spelled? A U G H T. Okay, so that's correct. <laughs> the "aughts" or "naughties" British English are terms referring to the decade 2000 to 2009. These arise arise from the words ought and not. Okay, thank you. Ought is a pronoun meaning anything, whatever. Though the word has an archaic ring in the US, it's fairly common outside of North America. That's just me in my little bubble, in my little imperial core bubble. You know, this is why we're investigative journalists. Mm. We go into Urban Dictionary. Which we we're are. not afraid no. to consult. We're not afraid to type something into the Google search bar <laughs> and, and click the first, sometimes second entry. Yeah. I feel like you should get a Pulitzer for what you just said. When somebody on TikTok gets a Pulitzer, like that's when. I could see it happening though, because TikTok's just the medium, right? You could do a ton of research and then deliver it in the form of a minute yeah. video on TikTok. I did have a friend whose TikTok was nominated for oh. an MTV Music Award. Oh, okay. Well, they're kind of on the outs. <laughs> they're just trying to cling to. They're trying to stay desperately relevant. Yeah. But- Hell yeah. As are we by starting this podcast. I mean, what is going on here? What's your supplements regimen? We're not plugging anything. I'm just curious. I take ashwagandha, NAC. I don't know if people are calling it NAC. What's NAC? It helps me with uh, congestion. N-acetylcysteine comes from the amino acid L-cysteine. Cysteine. Amino acids are the building blocks of proteins. Yes, thank you. So I take ashwagandha, NAC. I take a lion's mane supplement. Um, What else do I take? I mean, I drink chlorophyll. I don't know if that counts as a supplement. Mm, I drink chloroform. Um, (laughs) I mostly take poison all day. I poison myself in other ways. I smoke ciggies. Oh, I take andrographis when I'm feeling sick. Well, yeah, I think you should take vitamin D. You were like, oh, my energy level. I thought it was like secondhand smoke from weed. I was like, I can't smoke around her anymore. Oh, yeah, because I get high when you hotbox my apartment. (laughs) That's not... Your apartment An energy is issue. giant. I Anyways. know, but I have a low tolerance because I stopped smoking weed. Anyways, I... So you take vitamin D? I don't take it, but my doctor, I, I am usually deficient when I get blood tests. Mm. And, but like I was at the gynecologist and they were like, you're vitamin D deficient. And I'm like, is this a roast? Yeah. Like, you're not getting it in enough? <laughs> I know you don't need to rub it in. <laughs> you're like, sure, I'm in a long distance relationship, <laughs> yeah. but... 
You know, something interesting about vitamin D is that it's actually, um, it's not even a vitamin. It's like a hormone. You need vitamin D to absorb calcium from the gut into your bloodstream. As we all know, it's kind of produced by the skin in response to sunlight, which is why it's always good, especially when you're sick, to get as much sun as mm-hmm. possible. Yesterday when we were recording. Why did that? I do that just now? Plugging s- fruits and vegetables <laughs> I want you to eat. She's in big broccoli's pocket. But yeah, I think it was so funny how you actually thought that Neom was going to happen. Dude, I still do. I know it's fun to like laugh about it because it's like MBS is like crazy vision and he is crazy and over the top with what he wants. But like there is a ton of big money behind it now. And like I don't think it's going to be what he originally wanted, which is like flying cars. And should we just do more on Neom? Should every episode be on (laughs) Neom? (laughs) I'm down. I think maybe we could do a series. Okay. We should go. Yeah. Ultimately, we would love an invitation. So now I think we should start singing its praises be different than every other coverage only yeah we support you and yeah i was just thinking and how about like there's really never been a leader as hot as mbs you think mbs is hot no i'm trying (laughs) i thought we're doing a thing (laughs) you're already rooting oh man although i guess he doesn't want to be coveted by a woman that's like low-key not chill with him so maybe or just praise his brain right we both are jewish it's not gonna work it's not gonna work but i don't look jewish and he's trying to bridge east to west does he have one wife or multiple wives it looks like he's on his third wife right now sarah so she's actually his half cousin he's married to his half cousin Mm. which is a good idea that we support absolutely we were i mean it's only half cousin it's not full cousin so what's a half cousin Mm. okay we're going down a rabbit hole (laughs) to figure out we've got to figure this out we're not afraid to ask these questions and their kids are your half cousins so there is blood yeah I guess so. So I think I feel like we really missed this part of Neom where uh, the swimmable canals. So imagine this is from an article about Neom. Should we explain what Neom is for the people that maybe didn't listen to the earlier episode? Yeah, sure. Okay. Right. Okay. So what is Neo. Basically, it's this giga city in Saudi Arabia that they've already started constructing. It exists as a hole in the ground right now. But we can look at mock-ups of what they want the whole thing to be. The sexiest part of Neom is the line, which you've probably seen videos of on social media already. It's literally this giant city that is a skyscraper, but it's also 170 kilometers long. In one street. Yeah. yeah. it's there's There's no reason for it. It's um, nobody's done it before, so that's a reason. And also, this is what they originally wanted with nine eleven. But <laughs> you're doing the joke you did last I, episode. I mean, it was such did a you good think joke. It's gonna get better. <laughs> oh my God. They so wanted a horizontal. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. Let's, let's really do this. If we're gonna do the joke again, let's fix it. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna set you up. Think about exactly how you want to word this. The line is a mega city being constructed in Saudi Arabia right now. It's essentially a 170 kilometer slash 106 mile long skyscraper that you can walk from with and so the other with send within five minutes or take a high speed train from length send to the other mm-hmm. end in 20 minutes. And why are they doing this? Because this is what they originally wanted with the World Trade Centers, but they didn't <laughs> knock it down right. So is the Steel idea, beams would let's fall think over. About this joke. <laughs> is the idea that the people who constructed the World Trade Center wanted to do this first? No, it's that the Saudis wanted to do this on 9-11. They wanted, wanted to, to knock, knock over the Twin Tower that they made collapse on itself. They wanted to instead make it go like this. Yeah. Okay. 
instead of with 9-11, we could say this is what the Saudis tried to do on 9-11. Mm-hmm. I think the use of the word originally makes it sound like they were the ones mm-hmm. that constructed this other building. Oh, okay, name. that's what the sound, right. okay. T- joke take three. Which is what they tried to do with the World Trade Center on 9-11. 9/11. Just one more time. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you just deliver the punchline and I'll laugh and then we'll cut it into the perfect moment. Okay. Why are they doing it? It's because that's what the Saudis wanted to do with the World Trade Center on 9-11. You know, it's funny. Now that you've gotten exactly perfect, <laughs> I'm thinking the problem might be a fundamental <laughs> issue with the joke itself. <laughs> it's, this is funnier than the joke. Um, well, um, recently there was like a party where they had um, they had shareholders come in London at a hotel and they talked about all the growing opportunities there to build more mock-ups and to digitize more uh, MBS's dreams. Yeah, everyone working at this company right now is just like building mock-ups, making decks. Here's a picture from that wild night. The, yeah, I it mean, doesn't look futuristic just... at all, this group of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're all going to die before it's done. Isn't this thing supposed to be done by 2030? Exactly. They're all yeah. dead like next week. Yeah, that's why this guy, he's like kind of falling asleep. He's <laughs> like, I'm really just here for the mock-ups. So you wanted to talk about Neom again because there's some stuff you think we missed. I think we missed the swimmable canals. Mm. So... This is what they imagine Neom to be. And again, is it exactly MBS's dream? No, it's a lot of these proposals are coming from architects, some yacht builders, some uh, Everyone's trying to get those Neom contracts. Yeah. It just sounds like a lot of fun for somebody who's a consultant, Mm -hmm. you know? So Jan Patterson, a British Canadian who heads planning for Neom, Sports sector says she wants her grandchildren to grow up in the city. So this is how she pictures it. Imagine a sixth grader. When he wakes up, his home will scan his metabolism. Because he had too much sugar the night before, the refrigerator will suggest porridge instead of the granola bar he wanted. Any child would like punch the refrigerator. (laughs) Then it continues. Outside, he'll find a swim lane instead of a bus stop. He swims to school? He swims to school. No. Yeah. (laughs) A swim lane? So this lady writing it, she is what at Neom? Heads plans for Neom's sports sector. Patterson actually means this. Neom says it's considering an idea for canals filled with swimmable water, creating a novel aquatic commuting option. So you have to be wearing a waterproof backpack to dive in this water. I doubt he's even bringing books to school. I bet everything's digital in the classroom. They get there and it's just like the Google Glass vibe or something. The teacher's not even there. The teacher's a hologram. Oh, yeah. Why yeah, do you yeah. even need to go to school? Shouldn't he just Honestly. like, mm, bring me to the digital classroom? Exactly. If MBS really wanted to be home school. I mean, I can imagine a kid who's like, uh, you know, a kid who's like has body dysmorphia and she's like, I'm not going to school if I have to swim. Okay. <laughs> Who's going to be the first child to drown in the Neom swim lanes? But now that I'm thinking about it more, 
A swim lane does kind of kick ass. I mean, it does sound like fun. It doesn't sound... I don't want it to be the only uh, way for me to be able to get around, though. I should have the choice of walking, swimming, biking. No, you have to swim. Okay. Oh, he does have a waterproof back- no. pack. No. Yeah. Oh, God. Carrying a waterproof backpack, he'll breaststroke the whole way to school. Good. If all goes well, residents can expect an extra 10 years of healthy life expectancy thanks to their metabolism reading home and the swimmable canals. Okay, so that was a little update on Neon. But also, I think that you didn't make... So you were kind of... Oh, yeah. So I guess the point last episode that I was trying to make that you rightfully believed I was taking too long to make and I had too many details about... No, you should just sh- you should just stick to it, even if I'm okay. interrupting so, you. Oh, okay. The point I was trying to make is that even though we all laugh about this project as MBS's crazy vision, that is, oh, they're crazy. Oh, yeah, they're just trying to diversify their economy and you know this futuristic world is never going to happen ultimately this is a very international project and there is a lot of big money behind it and a lot of the people in leadership roles are not even Saudis so I hope this isn't true but I do think this idea is going to happen maybe the line is going to fail eventually but this idea of this like autonomous country that's like not actually governed by the laws of the country that it's in um so we could drink we could get sloshed yeah at the line I wonder if they're going to let alcohol in. That's a good question. Probably drugs. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, but they still were women can't drive. <laughs> but I think that's the idea is like they're trying to market it as like, oh, this isn't even really Saudi Arabia. It's the semi-autonomous free zone. The people who are running this operation are calling this the model of the future, right? This idea where like Neom is going to have its own laws. Here's a quote from the CEO, Nadmi Al Nasser. Neom is meant to be a model where- the- Do you have video? No, he said this to okay. me, actually. On the phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he said this in an article. But Neom is meant to be a model where this region will be a semi-independent free zone. It will have its own laws. It will have its own regulations and its own authority as a semi-government. When it's being positioned in contrast to the Saudi laws, it sounds good because it's like, oh, it's going to be this new futuristic liberal haven, mm-hmm. right? It's going to be nothing like Saudi Arabia, which is so backwards and repressive, which it is. But... It's something to look out for, right? This idea of the semi-autonomous region that's going to physically be in a country but not be governed by the laws of this country. I think it brings up a lot of interesting questions. Mm-hmm. Um, the other point I'm trying to make is that like, even though MBS is marketing this as like, oh, this is the future of Saudi Arabia, a lot of the people in leadership positions at Neom who are working on the line and these other mega cities are from all over the world and they're mostly from the West, right? So it's not really a Saudi project. It's very much an international project, right? Just to recap, we have that guy, Simon Amesley, He's from the UK. The tourism director and the head of nature are both from Australia. That's Bridget Woods and Paul Marshall. These are the mm-hmm. people that want to reinvent nature with this new smart mm-hmm. city, right? We have the executive director of water, Gavin Vantonde from France. We mm-hmm. have the executive director of urban planning, Giovanna Carnavali from Italy. And then the technology guy is an American guy who comes from Cisco, AT&T, Pacific Bell. The health lady, she's the one that actually was born in Saudi Arabia, but she left for the U.S. at a very young age. She has her education from MIT and Harvard. So she's pretty much a white American woman, even though she's technically a Saudi woman. Um, but yeah, she's a regular contributor to Forbes. Love to see the articles she writes at Forbes. Like, why being rich is awesome and right. we shouldn't be taxed. <laughs> why Mohammed bin Salman actually deserves your respect. Yeah. And she's also a leading expert and council member at two different uh, councils of the World Economic Forum. Then you have the guy who's like, 
uh, in charge of like the culture and the media aspect of it. He's also from the US. He comes from mm-hmm. Disney. He comes from Pepsi. He ran Fox Studios Australia for five years. So yeah, MBS is ridiculous. And this is his vision for diversifying the Saudi economy away from crude oil. But this is also very much an international project backed by the ruling class. And uh, I think it deserves our attention more than just being the subject for memes, although the memes are funny. Um, there, it sounds like a level of surveillance that, yeah, that your house is reading your metabolism. Yeah, it's- I don't I don't want my house to read my metabolism. I don't even want a smartphone, but I'm cocked. Here we are. <laughs> I don't even want this. We are but, attached yeah. to it, but we don't want to live in it. We're like, we can shut it off. Yeah, we don't I like to think shut that there's off, a line, but right? <laughs> there's I, a line. <laughs> there is a line. There is a line. Yeah, well, right now there's a hole, but it's going to become the line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd like to think there's a line for me personally, though. I don't know what it is, though, because I think if I were living 30, 40 years ago and someone was like, oh, you're going to have like six or seven devices in your home with cameras and microphones, I'm going to be like, I would never do that. But I have my smartphone. I have the TV in my bedroom. It's like I, there's a lot of microphones around me at all times. Yeah. Um, but it's become very normalized. So I wonder if, you know, 30 years from now having all this wearable technology stuff is going to be so normalized that I'm actually just laughing it off. I hope I hope I don't become that. Yeah. If I do clip this and send it to me, don't do it, Michelle. Yeah. Don't do any wearables. Don't do any injectables. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm just, I'm kind of ambivalent about surveillance sometimes, but you got to think about those people who are like ending up in jail for silly things that they're doing in their own private homes that they thought nobody was watching. And Sure. Oh. Yeah, I feel like the argument that it's like oh well I'm not doing anything wrong so I shouldn't worry about it is really dumb you have to think about yeah people are going to be taken advantage of say you're an Iranian living in America with good knowledge of people who work inside the government you may be invited to a dinner with the FBI one night and they will show you all of your personal information maybe make up a tax fraud charge and that's the way that information can be really manipulated. Some, you know, there are people who face jail time unless they cooperate with the government and that kind of thing can be really scary. Or say you do, um, you know, Google searches that could, you know, connect you to a murder that you didn't necessarily commit. Right. The state is always going to use technologies to do what it's already doing, right? Technology is not going to change the way a state operates. It's just going to intensify it. So if a state is already you know, jailing people or making up criminal cases against them based on fabricated evidence, they're going to be able to do that even better the more technology they have, right? They're not just going to suddenly change. The more information they Imagine they... They, the FBI comes to you and they're like, we see you've been eating a lot of muffins. <laughs> and you're like, no, don't tell my wife. <laughs> like, I'll do whatever you want. They're like, go shoot up this school and claim that you just decided to for no reason or else we're going to tell your wife. What you were saying about semi-autonomous regions, I think that we are seeing a lot of proposals for that. You have uh, Facebook's Willow Village where they tried to create a smart city. You know, Zuckerberg is not just your boss. He is your landlord. Right. He's your, he owns the restaurants, the supermarkets there. That's good. And... Um, a lot of tech companies are trying to get into the city running business. Mm-hmm. The most 
flagrant case of somebody getting really close to it was this blockchain CEO who he owns blockchain LLC and he basically got the Nevada governor to write a bill so he could take over a municipality and thank God like people are engaged and trying to make this not happen but the idea was that the company board runs a town all the currency in town will be in blockchain so you'll be paid with crypto and you'll have to purchase things with crypto it harkens back to the company script of Mm. of the old times you know when workers were not only working at a factory but they would also be held there um they would have to pay rent to their boss and then they're in constant debt to their boss and then they're paid in company script or like the currency that the company would take and they can only buy their rations from from the company store. We did a lot of fighting in the late 1800s to get rid of this system. But now tech companies are like, we have this new idea. Yeah. <laughs> you load 16 tons. And what do you get? You get another day over and deeper in debt. St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store. I owe my soul to the line. So moving on, unless you have more to say about Neom. Neom. I guess I'm a little hung up on the surveillance of it all. I know that Neom's not the only smart city that the ruling class is planning right now, but it's definitely like the most ridiculous one. So like I said, if you told me 30 years ago or if we lived 30 years ago and they were like, I'm going to put a microphone in your home, we'd all be like, no way. So it'd be interesting to see how cities like Neom get more and more normalized, just like the idea of putting a microphone in your home has gotten normalized. Do you have a Google, do you have an Amazon uh, or Alexa? I have a Google Home that I yell at. I I basically ask it the weather like five times a day. Mm. Ask it to play some music. It listens to you, fuck. I don't have a Google Home. I'm Google Homeless. It just becomes something you yell at. It's like right. a pet that can take all nice. of the abuse. Do you find that you're less rude to the real humans in your life because you get out that kind of energy with the fake? No, but I should use it like that. <laughs> you just berate it? Yeah. When you want to yell at, at your my boyfriend, boyfriend just start like... yelling at the Google Home? Yeah. You why could, don't you why pick don't you up na- your can socks? You, can you give it a name or does it Yeah, have, yeah. What I could customize. I, I don't. I That's don't probably have a for name. the best. Let's not personalize it. But what's it? Because Amazon has Alexa, right? So what's mm. the Google Home's name? Google Home. That's it. It's just Google Home. It's just Google Home. Yeah. So overall, I'm anti neon because the displacing of the tribes people to build it. Number one. Obviously. Right. We're the, against that at Cargo Cult. Right. That's. I know it's like a very radical position. Shout out to my fellow radicals. <laughs> Shout out to my fellow radicals who think that you know we should live in a humane, advanced society. Yeah, the displacing of the tribes people, the amount you're going to be surveilled if you're living in there, and then also like kind of what it means to have this semi-autonomous region with its own rules and regulations. Shout out to my fellow radicals. Shout out to my fellow radicals. So, you know... Shout out to my radicals.